1: Together, there is a word from the Lord today. There is a word from the Lord today. Praise God! It's found in the book of Joshua, the chapter one, the very first chapter of the book of Joshua. Just a few verses. We have a lot to do today, so we're gonna just talk very briefly. From uh, the first five verses of the book of Joshua, chapter one. Once you have it, please say "Amen." And if you're still looking, say and say "Wait." All right. And all those who can, we ask that you might stand in reverence to the Word of God as we read. <coughs> Let's see what happens. I shouldn't say it can talk. About it. <coughs> Joshua chapter 1, beginning at verse 1, concluding at verse 5. Y'all do know they, <clears throat> y'all do know, this ain't in the Bible. Y'all do know they, they gave me a basket for my, my birthday. Eat it, right there. <laughs> so actually I'm saying, thank y'all. Let say, bring that magnifying glass out right here so I can see. <clears throat> Just wanted to laugh a little Beginning at verse 1, the Bible says, Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan. Thou and all this people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river the river Euphrates all the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down of the Sun shall be your coast verse 5 there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life as I was with Moses so, I will be with thee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Yeah. Thus is the reading of the word of the Lord. You may be seated in his presence. Bow your heads now as we prepare for, to pray. <coughs> Father God, we... Come to you afresh today, seeking to hear a word from on high. God, move in this place like you've never, ever moved before. We ask you now, God, that if there is anything that might distract us from hearing your voice clearly today, that you might remove it even now so that your word might be ever clear to us. God, we desire to hide your word in our hearts so that we might not sin against you. So open us up not only with a physical ear, but also open us with a spiritual ear to hear your voice clearly so that we might apply your word to our own lives. God, give us an understanding ear today to be open to what thus says the Lord. So as we leave this place, we leave differently than the way that we came in. now, God, we have a yet praise in advance of what you're going to do today. We have a yet praise. We're thanking you in advance. We're celebrating in advance. We're shouting in advance of what you are about to do in this place. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout, Amen. amen. Alright. Praise God. I don't have to scream today. Thank God for a microphone. Amen. amen. Brother Jerry's in the in the rafters. Thank God for him being back to help us make sure that we keep things moving. Amen. In the audio area. Praise God. I don't take nothing for granted, y'all. <laughs> I don't take nothing for granted. Praise God. All right. Today. Uh, We're going to be ministering and teaching today uh, from the topic, some of y'all see it there, uh, motion detection, amen? Motion detection, motion detection, Uh, motion detection. Uh, Um, I want to speak today about uh, some things that I think many of us would argue are relevant to everybody in this room and that is that everyone at any given time in your life has a mountain that you need god to move amen Amen. everybody in here i know from the pulpit to the door in the choir stand in in the in the in the balconies in the rafters Everybody in here finds yourself in a place at some time in your life where there's something in front of you that is so big, that is so intimidating, that is so vast, that has been going on for so long, that involves so many people that you trust and you love, that you in your own mind have, have, have mountainized that thing. You've made that thing into something that is so big that you have no idea how you're going to move that mountain. Amen? Amen. Now, some of us have been singing that song. Lord, don't move. Even if you don't move the mountain, just give me the strength to climb. But let me help somebody. If God is the God that I know, God doesn't have to just give you the strength to climb. He can actually cast that mountain into the sea. Come on now. The question is, is do we know The steps that need to be taken Do we know what we actually need To be doing in order to see That mountain move out of your way Do I have any witness, anybody in here got a mountain in the way Anybody in here experience a mountain You got something that you're facing, Something that you're looking at and you trying to Figure out, G, how can I get rid Of this mountain, I don't know, I done tried this I done tried that, I done tried the other I done argued with it I done fought with it, I done tried to Save, to pay it off I did to do everything And the mountain is still right In front of me And so We want to move the mountain We want God to deliver us from the mountain Sometimes we want to grow up So we can step over the mountain We want to prosper around the mountain and We want to ignore the mountain But nevertheless the mountain is still there Now we know The Bible says And we say this all the time Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that works in us. We know what the word of God says. Mm-hmm. We know God is sovereign. If yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. you
1: went here, you know God will do what God says that God will do when God says that God will do it and God needs nobody's help to get it done. God can do it. Yeah. All right. And so you need to ask yourself well, if God can do it, then why ain't He done it? Come on, preach. Yeah. If He can do it, then what's the problem then? Why is this mountain still in front of me? And I believe today that part of the challenge that most of us have is that God is waiting to detect motion <laughs> God is waiting to detect faith God is waiting he said if you want the mountain to move Come on. then you need to
0: move
1: <laughs> So. So I say it all the time. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that I may have meat in my house and prove me not here with said the Lord of Hosts. And if I will not open up the windows of heaven, in other words, He said, "Bring and then see." Yeah. Yeah. All right. He says, "Bring it and then you can see it." Yeah. 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 All right. So, yeah. Well, bring it and then you can see it. Yeah. So while you trying to see it yeah. and you trying to keep it. He's not going to bring it. Yeah, right, right. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. And so today I want to help us to understand that if we want the mountains to move, you've got to understand that you've got to move in order for God to move on your behalf. Yeah. Oh, See, so I'm making some uh, we'll, get we'll get into it. So, Pastor D, do you, uh, uh, so, how is it that we can learn from the life of Joshua, Yahshua, how can we learn what we need to do in order to get God to move on our behalf? Are y'all ready? Yeah. Write these things down. I'm just gonna get to hit these few because we gotta keep it moving today. Are y'all ready? Here we go. The Bible says in verse 1: Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord. Spake unto Joshua the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, What did he say? Say. He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Yeah. Yeah. First thing I want us to get is that if you want some things to move in your life, you must first release it.
0: All right, now. All right.
1: Yeah. Now, it sounds kind of crazy and really, really over the top for me to say that when you hear that Moses, the one who brought the law on Mount Sinai, the man who held up and helped the children of Israel understand what their roles and responsibilities are, you mean to tell me that he has to die in order for us to see the moving of the mountain? Yeah. Right. In other words, I, I would also say that there's some things, even in your own life, that if you want to see the mountain in your life move, guess what? Mm-hmm. There's some stuff All right. All right. you got to let go of. Yeah. I hate to say it, but there's some people right. yes. you got to let go of too. There are some places you're going, you got to let go of. There are some attitudes that we have, and guess what? You got to release those attitudes There's some stuff that's coming out of your mouth That you got to just stop doing You got to release it Now why do we have to release Moses We have to release Moses Because God Is somebody say just yes. yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, well, yeah. Moses had to pay yeah. The price for disobedience yeah. talk about that guys, yeah. yeah. So don't get mad if God tells you I'm not going to do this until you let go of that because I am a man of my word. Yeah. If I said that you had to do it, if I said that you had to, if I said I wanted to bless it, but you had to move before I blessed you, then you just got to do what God says to do. Because God is no respecter of person, so God is not going to give you a pass and then take the other person down through, through he's going to crucify the other person and then give you a pass. God doesn't work like that. God is just.
0: Yeah.
1: God says, if I said you're not going to make it into the promised land, guess what? We ain't gonna make it into the promised land. So Moses had to die. Yeah. Because God is just. And so here, understand this. And let me go this, this uh, throw this in real quick. You've got to get this. That it's not just a matter of Moses dying. Moses had to die, and then Joshua had to be raised up. You follow? Y'all, y'all, y'all do understand right. that, that, that Joshua himself, his name means Yahshua is salvation. And so what that means for us today is, is that we must see, that we must understand that there are some things that if we want God to move on, on our behalf, we have to release the things that are holding us back and grab a hold of the things that represent salvation in our lives. The things that represent saving, the things that represent the next level, the things that represent health and prosperity in our own lives. We got to let go of the dead stuff so we can grab hold of the stuff that's going to keep us alive. Yeah. Okay, let me keep moving. So first thing you got to do is you got to release it. Here's the second thing I want us to get. And it says right here, verse 2, it says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, what does that next word say? Anybody? What? Arrive. Now, okay, all of us are thinking What the Bible says, he says, Moses is dead He says, now therefore, he says, arise So all of us think, get up Right? Get up No, what that word Actually means is To establish Somebody say establish So the first thing is release it The second thing I want us to get is Establish it Now I don't know about you, but when I was a kid We would, uh play football in the streets uh-huh. yeah. we would play football in the streets right yeah. Yeah. on concrete yeah. sometimes time I oh, know we was great I oh, yeah. yeah.
0: we played football in the streets
1: anybody in here who ever played football in the streets in the streets know that before you play you would all huddle up Steve was in he was in the neighborhood yeah we would all huddle up and we would have to establish some things first yeah we can't play until we establish some things first, so we would hook, we huddle up. We say, "Okay, where? Okay, where's the end zone? Where's your end zone? Your end zone is my driveway. Okay, what's your end zone? Okay, your, yeah, now you said your end zone is, is Mark's driveway. And We say, "Okay, what's out of bounds? Well, out of bounds is going to be over here. It's going to be out of bounds." And we say, "Okay, so how many times do I need to count before I come at the quarterback?" Well, we're going to give more, what ten Mississippis, right? Yeah. Ten <laughs> Mississippis, right? So we, now we got. Now we have established it. Yeah, yeah, in the street. Yeah now we have established it so you cannot play this game of moving mountains until you first establish some things hey, oh, y'all not, are y'all ready for this yeah. the reason why some folk ain't getting mountains and moving in your life because you have not established salvation in your own life yeah. you think you saved, you want to act like you saved but you have, not cro- you have not established for yourself the line that you step over that says I'm committed to the race do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to establish something in your own life. Are y'all ready for this establishment? How do you establish it, Pastor Gene? The way that you establish it is that you must first understand that, that that God is the kind of God that says at some point you gotta be so tired of being sick and tired that you draw a line in the sand and you say that on this side of the line is Moses, but on that side of the line is Joshua, on this side of the line is death, on that side of the line is promises. You've got to establish where am I in the process? Establish it. Where's the line? There's a line up here. Y'all can't see it, but there's a line up here. I'm going to preach on this line here in just a second. You got to put a line in the sand. There's some people in your life. You need to put a line and say, you know what? You have crossed the line. There's some conversations that you're having That you need to say, no, you know what I gotta gotta draw a line right here I'm not gonna talk like that I'm not gonna walk like that I'm not gonna live like that I'm not gonna allow that into my house I'm not gonna allow that into my children I'm not gonna allow that into my church I'm not gonna allow those things You got to draw the line He says arise, which means establish That that is now dead Here's the line Hmm Mm. Establish it. Establish it. Establish it. Okay, here's the next thing. First thing, release it. Second thing is arise or establish it. The third thing I want us to get is somebody write down a word, cross it. There's now a line, and now it's time to cross. The Bible says, verse 2: Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise or establish it. Go over this Jordan. <laughs> You got to get this. Are y'all ready? God's will for your life is never in the wilderness.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. If you are in the wilderness and you actually think you're in the will of God, baby, I got news for you. Yeah. God's will is never in the wilderness. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If you want to receive the promises of God, you have to exit the wilderness and enter the promise. There's a line. I'm telling y'all, there's a line. You got to establish. There's a line between then and now. There's a line between that and this. This is not that. This is not that. Okay. Ooh, Jesus. Here's the problem. There's conflict in crossing the line yeah. Yeah. because the race is not given to the swiftness or strongness, those who endure to the end so if there is an end, that must suggest that the race has a beginning yeah. and every, every person in here who has been involved in track knows that there's a violation if you violate that line, that's the starting line yeah. it's got to start somewhere so here's the line and so what we often do is, you ever see somebody get ready for a raise yeah. of Y'all see how they do? Right? Yeah. It hurt I oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, they're getting ready. That's
0: movement.
1: Yeah. This ain't started yet. Yeah. This is important, but this don't count. <laughs> Oh, uh, This is important yeah. <laughs> But that don't, yeah. that don't count Movement is important But the movement that God is looking for Is movement that is productive Ain't that right Shane? Yeah. It's important But what counts is What do you do Once you cross the line Once you cross the line Now, now, for many of us Especially for the young people in the building We realize that many of y'all First of all, you don't want to establish the line You don't want to establish that line, man I don't want to do that Because when I do that, that puts me in a different, you know, in a different category You know, then I ain't in the in crowd And I'm not, you know, I ain't You know, yeah. let me stop Because y'all start laughing at He's so old school Back the day we say, you know, I ain't down that's what you say, I ain't down, I ain't cool, I ain't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to draw a line because if I draw a line, that puts me in this funny position, and that creates conflict, so we don't want to do it, so here's what we do, we try, instead of being, instead of, uh, uh, um, instead of being productive in the race, we are deceptive in the race. So what it is, we want people to think we on the move. Yeah. When in reality, we just faking it until we make it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, y'all what right. like okay, look like? okay. It's just um, I used to work at this company in Colorado Springs called Compassion International, and we worked downstairs in the in the area downstairs where all the musicians worked. And in, in this area, um, they had uh, installed uh, an alarm system. And so the alarm system came with these detectors that they put throughout the building, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. and so that day uh, they started. They told us, "Well, hey, we got new alarm systems in, so everybody needs to know. You can't just walk in the building. You got to make sure the alarm is off and I said, "Okay, fine, whatever, whatever." And so the next day we came into work. I mean, the very next day we come into work, they say the alarms went off. Everybody says, "Oh." So we're looking at our desk. and something gets stolen or what, what, what happened? I said, said, well, okay, well, nothing got stolen. So I don't know, maybe call the alarm. People out. The alarm people come back out, right? They take everything. Okay, everything's cool. Everything's secure. Okay, cool. All right, we're going about our business, right? We go home and come back the next day. The alarm went off. Uh-huh. Everybody started looking at their desk. Anybody steal anything? Anybody take anything? Oh, my God. Now we start to say, okay, something fishy. Maybe somebody is staying in the building after we leave at night. We don't know. To get it, they secure, call the bar, come back out. Right? And then they, they come back. They say, everything's cool. Alright, go. We go home, come back the next day. The alarm went off. Okay, something wrong. Let me tell you what had happened. In the music area that we were working in, somebody decided to decorate. And they had taken CDs put strings around them, and hung them from the ceiling. And so what had happened was, what we thought was motion was really deception. Because when the light hit the CD, the light from the CD hit the motion detectors and went off. And then the police showed up. See, here's here's what happened. See, God is looking for real motion so he can show up. God is looking for, but see what has happened is some of y'all are are not are not you're not you're, y'all are, y'all are deceiving us. Right. Y'all are making us trying to make us think that y'all moving, but you're really not. And so when God shows up, God says, oh, you, ain't, "You ain't doing nothing. Just because you come to church and sit on the pew, just because you got a cross tattooed on your ankle, just because you got." A Bible, I say, big as a ghetto blaster in the back window seat of your car. Just be kind. Yeah. Come on. You trying to make God think yeah. that you're yeah. moving. But the reality is, is that ain't nothing but deception. All yeah. right, yeah. God is saying here, you've got to cross yeah. over. Yeah. you got to move. Come on now. All this stuff you do on the side is cool. But what matters is, is you got to go. You got to move. You got to get across the line. Now, remember, remember, if there is nothing established, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Do you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Here's, line, here's, a, here's the next I got two more I'm done. Here we go. First thing, is release it. <clears throat> Second thing is to establish it. Third thing is to cross it. And here's the next one. Experience it. Experience it. The Bible goes on to say, Go over this Jordan, thou and all this people unto the land, which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Now, I said the word experience it. But here's what I want you to get out of this. You got to get this. The Bible helps us to understand that we are called to know him. In the power of His resurrection, Amen. to love Him, love yeah. the Lord thy like God with all that heart, that mind, and soul. Do y'all hear me? Yeah. To trust Him, trust Him Lord with all that heart. <laughs> do y'all hear me? To obey Him, right? But the Word of God never tells you, never tells you to experience Him. That's not in the Bible. The Bible doesn't say experience Him. Here's the challenge: experience Him. The way you do experience Him is to participate with Him. All right. Is that making sense? Yeah. So in order for the children of Israel to quote unquote experience it, they have to participate in it. Here's how I know. Too many people come to experience worship. You come here for an experience problem. You don't experience God. If you want to quote unquote experience him, it should have started back on Monday. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You start participating with him on Monday, praying to him on Tuesday, calling his name on Wednesday, getting in your prayer closet on Thursday, lifting up holy hands on Friday, right? Going into your prayer closet on Saturday. By the time you get to Sunday, yeah. Experiencing because I've been walking with him all week long. (laughs) And and I know because it says in verse 3 that what's going on with the children of Israel doesn't start with them. It started way back with Moses. The reason why we experience God today, it didn't start with us. It started with my mama. It started with my dad. It started with my my grandparents. It started with my great-grandparents. Because they was praying for me. They deposited prayers way back then that I'm withdrawing on right now. Now. We get it twisted. We think that we come into this house to experience God. And the reality is you ain't experiencing nothing if you are not participating in the nature of God. And you don't know the nature of God if you do not know God's word. All right. You don't got got God's word on the inside of you. You're not reading God's word. You're not meditating on God's word. You're not studying God's word. Pastor G should not be teaching you the word of God that you are not studying on your own. You gotta get the word on the inside of you, yeah. so that as you're walking through your week, you are participating with the nature of God. You must be familiar with who God is, and what because today God is, is Jehovah Rapha. Tomorrow He's the, the Jehovah Nissi. Next day He's Jehovah Tishkenu. Next day he, He's my Rock. The next day, he, he's, my next day he, he's my Salvation. The next day He's my Healer. The next day He's my Provider. The next day. God can be whatever God needs to be, whenever God needs to be it for you. But if you're not participating with him, if you're not walking with him, you're just waiting for something to experience him. And then you wonder why everybody's falling out doing all this stuff and thinking to yourself, it don't take all that. Well, you got to understand, these folk got stored up praise. It right. didn't start when I woke up this morning. Oh it was a continuation of what I already been doing. On, Jesus Christ, on, it's a process. Somebody say, Process. Yeah, it's a process. It don't begin with you. It started well before you got on the scene. He said in His Word that even before you were in the belly of your mama, even before you were in the twinkle of your mama and daddy's eye, He knew you. Jesus, participate in the process. Participate in the process. So what does that mean, Pastor G? I know I gotta hurry up. What does that mean? That means, look, look, that means y'all got to get real. You got to get you got to understand you you got to be about the father's business. And it's okay. It's okay if it's okay if before today you was in the wilderness and you was lost and you wasn't into this thing and you wasn't reading your Bible the same way we were reading the Bible. It was it's okay that if, if you was you know had the little cross around your neck and you didn't really understand how deep it was, how salvation worked, and how just God is and how righteous God. It's okay if you didn't know that before you got here today. So today can be your line in the sand. Yeah. Today can be your day. Now watch this. If today is your day, today is your line of the sand. Let me help you out. You must know the reason why it is important for you to start the race right now and to leave the wilderness and head into your promises is because number one, you are a sinner. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. You are a sinner. Yeah. Everybody in here is a sinner. Sinner, 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 sinner. sinner. Yeah. You're a sinner. Yeah. Some of your old sinners, young sinners, right. yeah. big sinners, small sinners, yeah. poor sinners, rich sinners. Black sinners, white sinners, yeah. gray-haired sinners, black-haired sinners. Yeah. sinners. Sinner's, 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 sinner's. You're a sinner. Yeah. Right. And the bad thing about being a sinner is there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's nothing you can do about it. Look just, just look at the mirror. Somebody get your phone out. Turn the yeah. phone on. Look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at a sinner. Yeah. A sinner that can do nothing about your condition. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. You are in the wilderness and there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, you're a sinner, you're a sinner, you're a sinner, you're a sinner. You're a sinner, you're a sinner. Nah, oh, man, yes, you are, you're a sinner. <laughs> you're being awful rough today, Pastor. you have been awful rough today. Cuz, you need to know you're a sinner. Y'all sinners too. I mean, y'all look good, but you're a good-looking sinner. <laughs> Driving cars, you're a rich sinner. Right? <clears throat> Bougie sinner, but you're still a sinner, and you can do nothing about it. You can't buy your way out of sin. You can't give your way out of sin. You can't pray your way out of sin. Yeah.
0: All
1: right. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm talking about for those who just say, "Okay, Pastor, yeah, I get it." i was living on this side. Now, you got to help me understand why I need to get on that side. I'm trying to help you understand. Because you're a sinner and there's nothing you can do about it. So, if, if I'm a sinner and there's nothing I can do about it, then there's a problem. And there's conflict. How, I mean, why do I get up in the morning then? If every day that I get up I wake up in sin, I go to bed in sin I eat sin for breakfast I eat sin for lunch, I eat sin for dinner My kids are in sin, my husband is in sin My wife is in sin, the people I work with in sin What's the use? Yeah. 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 Alright yeah, Make it plain. That's why Moses died yeah. Yeah. Moses died So that Joshua Yahshua is salvation yeah. Yeah. can come And bring us what's called grace. Somebody say grace. Now, if you want to stay in the wilderness on this side, beating yourself up because you can't never do nothing right, that's your business. But you got I gotta let you know something. I'm about to tell you something that's gonna bless you. You don't have to stay on this side of the wilderness. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you because if what Jesus Christ did on the cross He took all of them sins that y'all thinking about right now, yes. Yes. He took all of them sins that you ain't done yet, he took all that, yes. He put all of them sins into a wheelbarrow. And and when he was going up to Golgotha, he took that wheelbarrow and he carried that wheelbarrow up to Golgotha. All them pages and volumes and books and manuals, all that stuff that he knew you was going to do before you did it. And he took those sins up to the cross and he nailed those sins to the cross as a sacrificial lamb that had done no wrong. He nailed it to the cross and he said that if i be lifted up. I will draw all men unto me. He declared all power on heaven and earth in my
0: hand. Yeah. All right. yeah.
1: And by doing so, he says, Now, you don't have to stay in the wilderness. You don't have to, to, to be convicted to sin and death. Okay, I talked about the other day. I, I had to look it up. I said, why is ISIS, like, what does ISIS really want? I'm like, they just throwing themselves up and killing themselves and all these other people. What do they want? Yeah. Uh-huh. They want Moses. They want the law. Can you hear me? Anybody that has sinned to them desires to die. Y'all follow they don't respect grace, they don't seek grace. And so here we are, we stand over here in the United States, we all nice to one another cause we all tolerant and we all want to understand, we all want to be kumbaya and they got guns aimed at us. Because to them, if you violate the law, you die. But we don't live under the law, we live under grace. So, even though they plot against us, and even though the supervisor plans against you, and even though the children don't understand you, and even though you sometimes beat up on yourself, the good news today is, is that His grace is sufficient to cover a multitude of sins. The ones you did, the ones you haven't done yet, the ones you're thinking about doing, His grace is sufficient. The only way, though, you're going to experience it is you gotta cross the line and participate. You gotta get in the game. Alright. Last thing I'm done. Last thing I'm done. The last thing. Alright. Release it. Establish it. Cross it. Experience it. Or participate in it. And lastly, withstand it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. the word says verse 5 there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life what does that say that's a warning but that's also a promise at the same time God is saying anytime you have a mountain in front of you that with faith if you move the mountain will move do I have a witness here today because the reality is that when you cross that line that has been established, that line that has been established, when you cross that line, it gets real. The race gets real. The competition gets stiff. The muscles will burn. You will get tired. You will want to give up. You will want to throw in a towel. You will want to turn around. But the good news is the word of God says that God will not give up on you. If you enter the race, God will stay in the race with you. God will walk with you. Somebody knows something about a second win. God will give you a second win just when you need the second win the most. But the reality is that if you have a mountain in your life and you want it to move, you've got to cross that line, enter into the race, and begin to move before you see God move your mountain. All
0: right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm done. So God is like these detectors, and he's waiting to detect motion in your life. Yeah, he's waiting because, because there's a signal that gets sent from motion detectors to the police department, and it dispatches yeah. angels yeah. to come to your situation yeah. Yeah. when there's motion. When there's motion, there's a, a story about a church in the hills at the foothill of a mountain church had about 300, 300 members and they decided to build a building. And when they built the building, uh, they got done building the building and the expansion and, uh, the, 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 story goes that the inspector came to inspect the building before they opened and they had like two weeks before they opened. So the inspector comes out and he inspects the building and says, man, the building is nice. The problem is, is the parking. He said, you don't have enough parking for the building that you have." Well what exacerbated the problem What made it all worse Was that, the, that they had already used All the land that they had And they were at the Foothill of the mountain In other words the backyard was a mountain <coughs> And so The pastor had Had a challenge on his hands He says well uh, The only way we're going to be able to Satisfy the inspector Is that something gotta happen with the mountain So he says here's what we gonna do we only got a week, week and a half left. We're going to pray. And he, said, and he said, they had 300 members, but only 25 folks showed up to pray.
0: All right. mm-hmm. Come on. That's typical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had 300 members, but only
1: 25 folks showed up to pray. Whatever. Yeah. They prayed. Yeah. Yeah. And he said they prayed for about three hours. They prayed and they prayed. That God would make a way. Out of the way. Yeah. Right. So they get done praying. And the pastor is in his study. In the church. And they say somebody came knocking knocking on the door of the church. They come in. And they said uh, construction. God comes in. And he says pastor. Uh, <clears throat> we're building a mall. In the city. And somebody told us that you had some dirt that we needed to fill a hole. And they said, not only do we need some dirt, we're willing to pay for the dirt. And so they said, do you mind if we dig a hole in this mountain and pay you for the dirt so we can fill the hole? And they said, you know what? If we do that, we'll even over the hole that we created. I just want to ask somebody, if you got a mountain that needs to be moved, what God is waiting on is are you willing to get on your knees and pray about it? Are you willing to take your situation to God? Are you willing, I'm talking about so enough willing to leave the wilderness behind? and put all your eggs in one basket and say for god i live and for god i die yeah i trust in the lord right is there anybody in here who has a mountain you need to move is there anybody who got a situation that needs to change is there anybody in here who has some stuff that needs to be turned around in your health in your finances in your family with your children in your education I know I got some witnesses in here and So I just want to challenge somebody in here today Before you get out of here I want to challenge you today I want God to take motion in your life yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to walk out of here And just think that it is okay For you to live yeah. And to exist in the wilderness yeah. To make God think you're doing something in reality you ain't doing nothing You're faking it yeah. God says It's time For you to move. Put your hands together for God today. So today uh, I'm going to open the doors of the church. And I'm opening the doors of the church for somebody who, as I've kind of already said, is, is on this side of the line. You know that God has promised you some things. You know that where you are is not necessarily where you know God wants you to be. But for some reason, you're afraid to cross that line. I want to talk to you today and I want to remind you that that God is standing at the door and he is knocking for a reason. And I've got some testimonies in here right now, some folk who can tell you and can testify that life is too short to play games with God. Here today, gone, today. Life is too short, and the word of God says, the day that you hear my voice, he says, harden not your heart. So as we open up the doors for the church, I want somebody in here to come to the conscious, the mature decision that I'm not going to stay in the wilderness any longer. I'm not going to fake it any longer. I'm not going to try to get my the cross around my neck to make God think that I'm ready I'm gonna take that step to leave the wilderness and enter into the promises of God I ask that we all stand all over the building the doors of the church are open if there's someone here today and you came here today and you expected to leave the same way that you came in I'm trying to allow you to understand that tomorrow is not promised mm. that you need to be rooted and grounded in the word of the Lord you need to be somewhere where you're being fed the word of God you need to be somewhere where there's a Family of body of believers who will pray with you and pray for you and intercede on your behalf and lift you up sometime when you can't lift up yourself. Today can be your day of salvation. If there's one here today, we invite you to come. If there's one in here today, we invite you to come. Put your
0: hands together. I see you, I see you, I see you. I see
1: you. Is there
0: another today? Is there another today? Is there another today?
1: Is it coming today? There we go. Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Is it coming today? CJ. God is moving. God is moving. Yeah,
0: today. Come on.
1: Come on. Praise the name of the Lord. Here they come. Come on. Come on. I got some prayer warriors. I need to start praying right now. Come on. Come on. These are people who are
0: the line today somebody you think you got here by
1: yourself but trust me you're not here because of you you're here because of God and his grace and his mercy day after day Open your mouth. Keep praying. Keep
0: praying. Come on. Come on. Praise come on. Come Is your mercy towards me? Yeah. Praise your grace. Praise. praise
1: your mercy towards me. Is there another thing to that? Yeah. Baptism. Yeah, yeah 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 grab hands grab hands all over the place grab hands all over the place I thank God for his provision I thank God for his protection I thank God for his sustaining power I thank God for his ability to dirty rags sinners like you and me and turn us into saints I'm praying for someone in here today who came in you weren't expecting to feel what you're feeling right now but it's there for a reason the voice of God is speaking and the spirit of God is moving On the hearts of men and women in this room. It's real. It's real.
0: It's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. 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 (laughs) Great! <laughs> <is the> <laughs> God, you have
1: been playing <laughs>
0: let them leave here the same way that they can. God, we thank you for those who have come forward today. We ask you, God, that you will do wonderful things in their life. That they will fulfill the purpose and the plans that you had. And God, because you said you sit high and you listen to every prayer, we thank you for our pastor today. We ask, oh God, that you just continue to encamp your angels all around them crown his head with wisdom, oh God, that as he departs your words, oh God, that he gives your word to us, Father God, that we will take it, hide it in our hearts, that we will not sin against it, and we thank you, God, that even when we sin, you've already provided everything that we need, that we can come back to you, so God, right now, we just want to once more and again say thank you.
1: In the precious name, name of you, Jesus, we pray. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Put your hands together for God. You may He see in His presence. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing?